So joining us uh, live in the studio now, live in the studio, it's great, isn't it? When we're it is. live in the studio. It's a nice privilege. Absolutely. Matt Sharpham, um, thanks for offering to serve our electorate and good morning. Good morning. Thanks very much for having me. Look, we're going to do the same as done with everyone else. We're going to ask you the same seven questions, uh, uninterrupted, 10 minutes. We'll go from there. So Matt, tell us about yourself. Who are you and what have you done? Yeah, so I'm married. Uh, my wife's a local business person in town. Um, I've got two young kids, 13 and 10. I uh, grew up in the region. I schooled public school here and then went to a private school for high school here. I've started work. I studied to be an avionics engineer, worked for Qantas for a little while and then managed to score a job in the public service as an information communications and technology officer. So why are you running, Matt, and what's your motivation? Um, I've had a keen interest in politics for a good five or six years. Um, I've followed Tony Windsor, um, Peter Draper, and a lot of um, those key politicians that we've had in our area. And I remember Tony Windsor, he used to come to our primary school and he'd bring his wife. And, and yeah, that was pretty, pretty cool for a kid to be able to see someone like that actually showing an interest in their community. And I want to uh, display that for our community, have a voice for our local electorate. I think in the last two years we've really seen people, a, a big wedge driven between people. We've seen um, businesses close, we've seen businesses struggle, and we've seen a lot of people trying to voice their concerns, um, and the government just is not listening. And, and I've had a gutful, I've, I've, I'm hearing people you know, near sobbing, just wanting to have a voice heard to get life back to normal. So if elected, what's the one thing you would change? Um, the big key change for me is to um, to move on with life, to end the mandates, to end the, the restrictions, the border closures and the segregation. Let's, let's get back to a society that love each other and, and care for each other and support each other. Um, it's, it's, it's a good way to crumble a community by putting a big wedge between them and we just can't do that. We're just seeing too much hurt, too much pain. What are the top five issues facing the electorate? I think the biggest one is the COVID response and how the government has handled it. We've seen, as I said before, we've seen businesses be shut. We've seen restrictions put on who can come into a business, who can't. To give a small example, businesses have had lower turnover in the last two years, so they can't loan against what their business is really worth, so they can't grow as easily as they could. And no one's acknowledging that. No one's uh, accepted responsibility. And I think it's time that we do accept responsibility and we need to open our borders um, across the country. You know, they're, they're saying they're open, but they're really not. There's a lot of restrictions on, on how to get in and out of certain states and people are hurting. They, they want to see their families. They want to see their kids. And en enough's enough on that, um, on the response. It's two years in. It's time to move on. <laughs> uh, domestic violence is a fairly significant issue in our area. It's, um, when you're not involved in it, it's... it's, it's easy to forget about it but it's a real thing and, and particularly through the the pandemic people haven't had a chance to be able to leave it they've been stuck in in the um domestic violence situations and um as a society we need to accept it and we need to help there's some really good services in town but they need help um, the, the way the funding works for them is very difficult they have people full-time just trying to get funding and they often miss out and it's, it's just causing a, a huge burden on society. Um, another big one in our area, we have a, a fairly aged population in the New England and aged care and disability um, are something that gets forgotten. 
and we have a lot of businesses at the moment starting to buy up aged care facilities. And, and, and that's fine, but businesses are in it for one thing, and that's to make money. And I'm not happy for people to make money off my grandparents when they've worked so hard to, to build the society we live in at the moment. A big key issue that, that people love and hate is energy and environment. It's a hot topic, um, but we need to find that happy balance between economy and envir environment. Um, we can't just shut one down for the other. And uh, as, a, as a, an electorate, we need to work together on finding the right solutions and, and moving forward. Um, I think probably the, another big one is the uh, Federal um, Corruption Commission. I think from talking to, I've talked to hundreds of people this week and they want to see it. They want to know, they, a lot of people didn't even know it didn't exist really until recently. Um, and I think it's time the federal government had a body that said, we're looking, we're watching you. Matt, with your campaign, how can f people find out more about you and your campaign? Yeah, so I've been getting on the road. I've um, been up north around through Gleninus, Tenerfield, Ashford and back through Inverell. Probably the easiest option these days is Facebook or my website. We're, we're putting information up daily on the Facebook page and replicating that to the... F to the uh, website. All my key objectives are there on the website and I'd love you to have a look, jump on and, and tell me what you think. If you think, no, that's that's detrimental, I want to know about it. But if, and if you think it's a good thing, please tell me. Um, it's, it's important that as an independent, I stay independent, I have no ties to anyone. I would, I only have a voice for the electorate. What social media platform are you most active on? Uh, Definitely the Facebook is the um, one I'm most confident with. Uh, my wife's put me on the Instagram, but I still can't really work it out, so she does a lot of that stuff for me. Uh, we've got a little TikTok running that my 13-year-old daughter is loving helping me with. But yeah, mainly that Facebook, it's, it's keeping up-to-date information and, and it's a good way to contact me. I, answer, I try to answer most, most responses personally. If not, I've got a, a, a quite a team behind me helping. So, Matt, uh, meet the candidates, obviously a big thing for a lot of people. They like to touch, feel and be able to ask questions personally. Any plans to attend any, any coming up that you know of? Yes, yeah, so I'm definitely uh, attending every meet the candidate that I can get to. There was supposed to be one in Armidale, but unfortunately it's been cancelled. Uh, there's one coming up in Tamworth with the Business Chamber. Um, from memory, it's Monday the... May the 9th. May the 9th, sorry. Yeah. Yep. Um, and there's another one the Farmers Association are putting one on. That's all I've heard of at this stage, but I'm just getting out there and, and talking to people, going to all the markets. I'm heading to Inverell this Sunday. I believe it's Armadale next Sunday and then Tamworth the following Sunday. And I think there's a couple in between as well. So coming to a market near you, Matt Sharp? Coming Sharpen. to a market <laughs> near you. Look, thank you for taking the time. Once again, thank you for offering to serve our community. My pleasure. My Thanks, pleasure. Matt. Thank you.